so John. Um, I guess, hey, my name's Nathan, this is John, we're going to talk about Planet of the Apes for a bit. So, <laughs> um, have you ever seen the original 1968 film, Planet of the Apes, with Charlton Heston? Yes, I have, it's a fantastic movie. Alright. Did you see the subsequent sequels, like Beneath, Escape, all that? Uh, I saw a majority of the second one, a bunch of the fourth one? Fourth one's the big uprising oh, in no. like, New uh, York City. What's the one where like they're they're like having school in a tree? Uh, that is Battle for the Planet of the Apes, which is the last one. Okay, like so I've seen... apes and humans kind of getting along. I think after... I missed the third and fourth. Oh, okay. Those are arguably like the most fun and just campy and silly of the sequels. So if you like the first one, maybe check it out. But yeah, uh, did you see the Tim Burton film from a while ago? No, I heard the Tim Burton film was actually pretty crap. Ah, uh, it may well be. I saw it once on my birthday, like eight years ago or whenever it came out, and yeah, Paul Giamatti's in it, but nothing really matters. And they kind of set it for a sequel, and nothing happened. So that always sucks. Um. Have you seen the new one? No, I have not. I've been kind of busy on the weekends. But I hear you absolutely love it. Yeah, I do. Um, Very much so. Like, two absurd extremes, perhaps, but there's just amazing things that happen in that movie, and I quite, I I heartily endorse it. Um, Number one thing it kind of just brought back for me was orangutans are amazing. And they have long arms, like Lanky Kong, I guess, if you want to bring in video games right now. Really? There you go. Well, let's do that. Top-down perspective. Lanky video Kong. Games. Best video game Lanky character. Kong. Yeah. Um, maybe by default, because Rangtang's best animal. I'm going to just pause at that. Favorite animal, I guess. Go. What is your favorite animal ever? Uh, of all of them. Velociraptor. Okay. Oh, oh, I guess if you're going all time, what about contemporary right now? Still alive? Okay, if ones that are still alive, uh, maybe a wolf. Just any just timber wolf, Siberian something. Si- Siberian, Siberian wolf. Okay. Oh, fine. I, I guess my vote's orangutans. <laughs> See, when I throw in the crazy killer animals, you're all like, mm, maybe you're right. No, no, I still respect just the weird intelligence and strangeness of orangutans. Um, basically the story came out where they're letting them mess around with iPads, and I thought that was the best thing ever. They're just, you know, drawing on paint naps and stuff, watching some videos. I don't know, something about that just makes me happy, because basically watching the movie, wouldn't the planet be better if apes actually ran things? Thoughts? Okay, well, these are super intelligent apes, right? Yeah, like, well, sure. I mean, they're already pretty intelligent, but yes, extra dose of intelligence, cooperation, they get along. Also, they're swinging around. Pretty great, right? Maybe? I don't know. I kind of like... buildings. What would apes really bring to the economy? Uh, They'd probably just get rid of it or something. Just Just get rid of the economy. Yeah, like, you just, you know, trade stuff for other stuff that you need. I, I don't know. I haven't really thought this through, I guess, but... You need to see the Rise of the Planet of the Apes, basically. That's that's what this comes down to. Because there's, there's a sequence where a bunch of orangutans are swinging under the Golden Gate Bridge. And just the biggest smile on my face I've probably ever had at a movie theater. So, yeah. I don't know. Sorry, just scattered thoughts. I'm seeing the movie again tomorrow. 
This is how many times now? Hmm? How many times have you seen this movie now? Uh, three times so far, fourth time tomorrow, and probably every subsequent Tuesday until they stop letting me go, because <laughs> it's not there. It's, I, I don't know, just in terms of sheer spectacle, maybe the best movie ever? Maybe. I don't know. That's a strong thing to say there, man. I know, but, like, what is the most, like, just surreal, weird, like, action spectacle you've ever seen? Like, I'm, like, coming back to, like, the Matrix, like, lobby scene, uh, the Ant battle in Lord of the Rings Two Towers. That's kind of, those are some of the standouts. Terminator stuff, maybe, but those all kind of involve people, and that's just inherently less cool, you know? Like so you, you like fantasy in a way. I like fantasy, but like grounded fantasy. Like it's like apes exist. I can go to the zoo and see them. And what if they went crazy and just like started doing crazy awesome stuff, which they can physically do because they're way stronger than us. That's that's already true. So you know, plausible craziness. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, I may well have lost my mind. People tell me that, but I, I don't know. I, I still just endorse every, like the movie. Everyone should see it and decide for themselves. Um, at the very least, I've brought a bunch of people to see it. No one has disliked it. They've had a good time. It's, it's, bit, it's fun, bit of business, stuff happens, entertainment for all. Whether or not it's the greatest movie ever made, yeah, probably not, but whatever. Um, uh, I guess, okay, here's how we'll continue going forward with the video game thing. Now that this movie is successful, I'm I can only hope they make a terrible video game adaptation movie next time around for the sequel. And then I can play it and punch things as an orangutan. I guess other question with your like library knowledge of games, is there any game where you can play as a monkey other than Donkey Kong? Um Thank you got me thinking about this now. I'm sure there's like some cr- primal rage. There you go, primal rage. What what happens in that? It's a Explain. fighting game. Okay. Are you just apes and you just fight? Oh, well, like you're different animals, like prehistoric animals, like say uh, dinosaurs and that. I gotta look at what animals. But I'm pretty sure there's like a giant baboon is one of the characters. Okay. Now I'm thinking of bloody roar. Is it? Yeah, like I guess that? I guess there was an ape in that one too. Oh, is there? I just need to transform or something. Yeah, well, yeah, you transform into an animal, like, animal-human form, and I think ape is probably one of them. Weird man-animal, like, lion thing, and you punch a dude. I played the GameCube one. I don't know if that was a good one. Primal Fury? What is that? What is that? Are you... Primal is that a subtitle for it? Bloody Rage? Like... But, uh, something like that, yeah. I think that's the GameCube one. Yeah. That's the only one I've really played, but... Are weird fighting games kind of done? Like the weird kind of dumb offbeat rival schools, that kind of thing? Now that Street Fighter 4 is back, do you think that's plausible? Uh, they, they could come back. I, I think for the most part that the North American fighting game market is sticking with like serious tournament type fighters. And I guess like Mortal Kombat's pretty crazy. Yeah, but, but like that that took a, a more serious tournament-esque route with its gameplay compared to usual, so... Right, but yeah, weird creatures and stuff, but still, like, any any love for Killer Instinct games? People want them to come back, but Rare is not the same Rare it used to be, so I don't see it ever coming back. Do you have any history with those two games? It's two, right? Super Nintendo and N64? No, there's three, actually. Oh, okay. And Arcade it started one. off in arcades. Right, okay. There's Yeah, there's uh, Killer Instinct 1, 2, and Gold. 
Oh, or or, or six. Yeah, gold is the sixty-four one. Oh, okay. Any love for those? I I love I love the Killer Instinct. I used to play the first one all the time. Okay. Um. All right. This is yeah. We're gonna get just the rest of the new stuff out of the way. Um. Speaking of stuff you may or may not have played a long time ago, did you ever play Counter Strike? I was a crazy Counter Strike fiend like six years ago. Were you you were big into Counter Strike? Yeah, just CS Source all the time. That Dust map was pretty good. Office was also good. Dust two. Oh god, that's bringing back crazy memories. Yeah, I used to play Counter Strike a bit. I, I, they just never they never had like the persistent stat tracking stuff. You'd find a server every now and then that would keep. Well, I mean that was the beauty of PC gaming was the servers would give you like crazy maps. Like, if they have persistent stat tracking on... Do you, Wait, do you mean stat tracking, like, overall on all servers, or just one specific per just server? Just kind of the overall stuff. Like, you basically if you applied the Call of Duty kind of innovations they brought along to a Counter-Strike game, that could be awesome. Because I, for some reason, I really preferred that gameplay, and I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I'm used to it, but... You gotta disarm this bomb. Oh no, there's dudes. Oh, you're dead. Watch your bros, you know. <laughs> You know, if you do good, you feel like you you succeeded and you're helping out. I don't know. It had its own kind of feedback. And also, Deagle, you know? No noob cannons here. Remember these things? Auto shotgun? You're such a nerd. Yeah, I played a lot of that thing. Um, I guess, new story, they're making a new one, and I'm happy. So. Are you actually going to get it, though? Uh, It's coming to consoles. I guess it's a downloadable game. So, I basically presuming a lot of the PC fan people are already angry because uh, consoles, but that's just the business now. Well, it's not well, like this is the first time there's been a Counter-Strike game on a console. Yeah, but that last one was bad. The Xbox one? That was also one, like right? early in the Xbox's life, wasn't it? Right. Uh, I'm trying to remember what it was called. It was based on kind it, of the less... It was just called Counter-Strike, and it was based off of Counter-Strike Zero. Uh, single-player one, yeah. I think that's, yeah, that might have been Condition Zero. Oh, d- did you play Counter-Strike back in the day, or no? It wasn't a thing. Hmm? Did you ever play Counter-Strike? It's part yeah. of your gaming development? Yeah, I played it a bunch in land centers. Oh, okay. I used to play it online a little bit, but uh, I I guess that was, yeah, I guess it was my online shooter of choice, because there wasn't really much to choose from back then. That Unreal Tournament, sorry, that's what I played more. And when this that is came the out, original, right? Not Source, because that was kind of my primary jump-on point. Uh, Source? No, uh, mine was the original Counter-Strike. Right, okay. Uh, can you explain what the 1.6 love is? Do you know what that whole thing is about? 1.6, I thought that was when they introduced all the crazy stuff like shields and everything. Oh, okay. So that was their favorite, I don't know, some sort of ongoing... Source had uh, a lot of weird issues, like they updated the engine, but the hitboxes were out of sync for a while. They had to, they had to patch it a bunch, I think, to get it caught up. I remember people showing videos of the hitboxes, like people shooting in midair where there was not a where a person was not, and they still died. Yeah, there was definitely some dodgy stuff, and then like just people messing around with havoc physics because that was still pretty recent. So it's just like I blew up a bunch of stuff, and now there's a bunch of barrels in front of this door, and you can't win. So, ha, and then that happens. But I don't know, still still pretty fun. For some reason, my current router setup it just won't let me do it anymore. And makes me sad. I don't know if I'm just an idiot now or something, but the internet won't let me do it. Oh well. I was fully prepared to just jump back into the CS Source stuff, but they wouldn't let me. So hopefully this will be an out. 
Um, I don't think they've announced a date or anything on this yet. But, uh, yeah, first Counter-Strike game in, like, seven years. So, I guess, since the modern military shooter thing has changed so much, I don't know if it'll still be a thing. But Well, with Steam now, like, I'm sure they're going to have, like, a lot of proper integration with that that might make it more worthwhile. Hmm. I wasn't really going to talk about this, but, like, did you hear about the Steam trading games thing? Yeah, we've talked about it before, actually, on the podcast, a long time ago when they first announced it. Oh, okay. Like, I only just kind of glanced over it and seemed really weird. Like, are you trading games one-to-one for other games, or, like, for weird in-game items? I I believe the the idea is to be able to trade in your digital downloads for other games or credit towards another game on the store. Oh, okay. It also sounded like there was, like, Team Fortress unlockables that you could get as well. Like, you're like, I think hey, that might just that might just be them trying to get people more interested into it. Oh, okay. Like people hey, love you love all those hats. Left for Dead, so now you get this weird helmet. So have fun with that. I, I guess. Never never really played Team Fortress. Am I missing out? Is that where all those Counter Strike dudes went? Is that the thing? Hmm. Is Team Fortress like the new Valve Online phenomena? That yeah, it it, it finally it took a long time, but it finally surpassed players. Well, over Counter-Strike. Oh. Like, Counter-Strike, I believe, is currently, like, the number two played game on Steam last last time I saw numbers. Oh, I'm, I'm surprised it's that strong. Um, okay. that, had, that thing had a huge following, and still kind of does. Okay. Because Call of Duty's PC presence is gimped compared to the console, so. Is that server-related problems, or just, it just doesn't, they just don't like it here, cheating, or what? Uh, it's just the company's not really developing properly on PC, really. Oh. Because, uh, I don't know if you remember, but I think at, uh, the PC version only had 16-player online when it was supposed to be 32, or had been in the previous in- uh, version of Call of Duty. Oh. Like, the PC version was intentionally getting gimped compared to how it used to be. Oh, like, you mean even Call of Duty 2? Because I remember that was really popular online on yeah, PC. Yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think this was Modern Warfare 2, I remember this all kind of coming up around. Oh, okay, is when they kind of clearly scaled it back to console kind of, like, to the console level of playability online. And exactly, kind of yeah. Upset. Yeah, okay. And I guess Battlefield 3 is probably going to go the same way, right? Like, they're capping at 64 still, I think is the thing. Or is it even less than that? I don't even remember. Okay. I haven't been following it either, it's fine. Uh, a game I have been following, though, is the upcoming HD re-releases of Shadow of the Colossus and Ico, which I'm, I don't know, I, I'm excited. Are you excited? Um, I've actually, I'll, I hate to admit this, I have yet to play through Ico. Okay. I've owned a copy of it for a while, but I haven't played it. I've beaten Shadow of the Colossus, I'll state that. So I have beaten, like, one team uh, Ico game. Okay. I I would say it's the better game, but, I mean, they had several years to learn lessons from Ico. Ico is still interesting. I tried playing it a while ago. Um, but that was via PS3, PS2 backwards compatibility, and it just looks weird. I've never had a great experience doing that. Like, you you have a 60 gig, right? Hmm? Do you have a 60 gig PS3? Or yes, I do. Do you do backwards compatible gaming on there ever? Some well, sometimes yeah, but I also have my PS2 hooked up in the bedroom here, so. Right, like I I tend to just try out the PS2 because every time it just seems to do weird stuff with the ratio, and I don't know never seems to work properly. Um, but that's just me. Anyway, the reason I bring up uh, Team Ico HD or whatever they're calling it 
is uh, it's going to be kind of the first glimpse at Last Guardian stuff for quite a while. There's going to be a video in there kind of chronicling the development of the team, and apparently there's some new Last Guardian footage. So stay tuned. That's September 27th. I'm, I, I guess I'm still looking forward to Last Guardian quite a bit, but they just haven't been showing it, so... There well, I mean, to be fair, but then they, they kind of did the same thing with Shadow of the Colossus, right? They didn't really... I remember some pretty extensive... Like, at one point it was called, like, Wanda and the Colossus, which was pretty funny. But then there was, like, pretty extensive coverage of just, like, the bosses and, like... It's a game with all boss battles, and, like, I knew a lot going in, whereas so far all I know is, like, there's this weird cat griffin thing and, like, a kid, and you platform or something. And that's kind of all I have so far. And, like, a big chain going into a well. That's like the first image they released. Beyond that, I, I still don't really know what to expect from the the like the gameplay structure or anything. So I'm assuming it's gonna be great based on their track record, but I don't know. Maybe put some trailers out or something. Uh no idea when that's coming out either. Uh next year hopefully. Early. I don't know. That'd be that'd be good, I don't know. I don't like. I can see that being late next year, though, because if it was coming out soon, season. they would show more details on it, or it would have made it in Sony's press conference. Other than just this little, yeah, I guess so. Well, um, I'm sure we'll hear something from uh, Tokyo Game Show in September. Oh yeah, that that is coming up. Um. Oh right, that was the other thing. Uh, with the Counter Strike thing, it'll be playable at PAX, so you can track it down if you so choose. And let us know. Maybe, I'm sure there's going to be actually a pretty stupid line for that. It first Counter Strike in seven years, yeah, probably, but or walk past it and then just be like, oh yeah, no, there was a big line or something like that, and let us know. So, something. <laughs> um, actually, yeah, just with the Team Ico thing, like that and Metal Gear HD are kind of my most anticipated games this year, which is kind of sad. But why is that sad? Just because they're old, like they're six-year-old games, and that's all I'm really keen on. I guess because I at least know they're going to be quality, there could be surprises. But, yeah. Those are the kind of only I'm going to pre-order that and get that as soon as I can kind of things. Um, I guess, yeah. Brief aside, what was your next most anticipated game? Go. Uh, El Shaddai Ascension of the Metatron. Which oh, okay. comes out... Wait, when are we posting this podcast? Um. Oh, man. I... Provide I can figure out editing and stuff. I don't know. Why? Does it come out tomorrow or something? Yeah, it comes out Tuesday. Oh, okay. Um, go get that, I guess, because, yeah, that'll definitely be out. I'm probably playing it right now. So what are your thoughts on El Shaddai? Uh, pretty good, actually. I, I've actually, I, I played it a lot at E3 Impacts. So. Okay. No, I was just going to go along with the lie, and you could pretend you're playing it. Anyway. Fair enough. Yeah, no. Time stuff. Uh... That's really all I have for news. I already mentioned the orangutans, which is probably the most important story. Uh, go read that yourself. Um, their their DNA is ninety seven percent similar to ours, so think about that. Ninety seven percent. Three more percent, and we would have longer arms and be way strong, and like just have red fur everywhere. Good, right? Hair, I guess technically. Um. Okay, fine. Moving on. They're great, though. I did you ever see Dunstan checks in? Never seen what? Dunstan checks in the film. Yes, actually. There you go. Jason Alexander, Dunstan, an orangutan. Best movie? No. <laughs> okay. Why? Just I don't know. There's a 
it fills the orangutan quota, which is kind of the only standard I follow nowadays. You you now base your life choices on monkeys? Uh, pr- provided they weren't horribly abused during the filming of the movie, which was the case with uh, Any Which Way You Can. So don't watch that. Clint Eastwood. I was going to say, why do you know this? I uh, read up on it. Uh, uh, basically, Clint Eastwood and his buddy Clyde, the orangutan, go around and have misadventures. But it was kind of before the Humane Society was involved in that thing, so bad stuff happened, and it was really sad. So, yeah, that's not cool, man. Don't do not do that. Orangutans are worthy of respect. Um, huh. Yeah, all right. Uh, what have you been playing? Let's do that now. You're, mix- you're making things weird, man. You're throwing people off. I know. Sean's not here. If you I, I was wondering when you were going to mention that. <laughs> Yeah, Sean's doing stuff. I I don't know some sort of. Sean's trip. in another country right now, isn't he? I think so, or at the very least, he's packing a bunch of stuff and getting tickets to go to another country. Yeah, either way, speak. I think this is the first time it's just me and you have done a podcast. Usually, it's one of us that's missing. Pretty yeah, I've I've been missing a couple times. Um, you you're at parties and stuff all the time. I'm I'm usually the one who's missing for reason X, Y, or Z. So yeah, so yeah, this is the first time it's just been the two of us and. I don't know. I'm trying to mix it up a little. Just do you're, just, you're going mad with power, man. A bit, yeah. Just changing the formula. I I know, but we should do that, right? Mix it up. It's been it's been like a year and change. Got to got to bring fresh stuff. <laughs> it's about mix time it. we may change things here in the top ten perspective. Yeah, new theme song maybe. I don't know. We'll okay. see. You can go right on making that. I'm not touching that one. I I might just throw a license track in the front. I'll take out my harmonica and just blow a couple random notes. There's our theme song. Well, you know. I wonder where it's my different. Is. Variety is the spice of life. That's a thing, right? People say that. Yes, they do. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> speaking of no, no way to transition back. All right, what have you been playing this week in video games? Um, not much, really. That's the thing. Uh, playing lots of more Mario Pacross. All right, on the 3DS. Uh, on the 3DS, of a port of a Game Boy game. Because that's what you do on the 3DS, is just play ports of old games. What does your other screen do when you're playing? Just nothing, um, just nothing but if you touch it, uh, you it brings up the ability to like create a save state. Okay. Or you can just press the home menu and then bring up the 3DS's menu. I remember on the, like, I'm assuming on the DS Lite as well, but on the DS Fat I had, you could switch your GBA plan from screen to screen, depending on what you want. Can you do that? Or I don't. Be, I think they even took that out of the light. No, the light still had it. It was the DSi they took that out of because that didn't like have you a game can't just be like, I'm just going to play on the touchscreen. I don't, you know, just so I don't have to look up. I don't, I, know. I don't know if very many people actually did that, to be honest. I did. I was playing Metroid 2. Really? On DS Fat, yeah. I'm pretty sure I played that on that. And yeah, I did that. Hmm. So. But yeah, I took um, advantage of that feature, but. I don't, I don't think the 3DS has that feature. I think it's it's default top screen. All right. Um, so Mario Picross. Yeah. Still. I I still think I'm almost at the end of that. I'm at the the last five star puzzles, and then I I think there's a hidden group after that, and I, then I think that's the end of the game. How many puzzles estimate or exactly? Uh, each group has 64 puzzles. Okay. And I'm in group three. All right. So I've, so... I've been playing a lot of Mario Picross. My math brain. 192. Yeah, so I'm at like 186, 187, basically. 
Alright. And so. I heard there's about 200-something puzzles, so... Hmm. Does it mix up the music at all, or is it... There's pretty... five songs you can choose from, or you can just turn off music. Do you turn off music? I, I like the Picross DS music. There was this one song in Picross DS that I always loved listening to when I was doing a puzzle. Mm-hmm. But in Mario, just eventually got bored of it, or...? I don't know, I keep some music. Like, here's the song I'm currently listening to. It's it's All high right. class. I okay. have no idea how well that actually came out, by the way. I don't know. If, if well, maybe that's our theme song. <laughs> that's our... <laughs> I don't know. Just trim that out and put that somewhere. Who knows? There you go. Mario Pacross is the top 10 perspective theme song. Sean oh, would kind of be for that, I think. Well, maybe. Just to, like, change it up a little. Um... Oh, and he's been playing that too, I guess. So probably yeah, he's probably it. he's probably ahead of me for all I know. Um, so other stuff. Other than that, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom three again. All right. My friends meet up every week and play the game, and I finally was able to make it out again. They've got really good. <laughs> like they actually know what they're doing. And uh, one of, one of the guys actually made it to was in the top thirty two at Evo for Marvel. Oh man. Okay. So he went to but Vegas, played, and he made it into like the top 32 group of Marvel. So odds are, if you were watching the streaming of Marvel, you might have seen him play. Hmm. That game just seems way too crazy fast for me to even. It, it is. I so. like when I, I I'm right now. I'm in a Mortal Kombat mood for fighting games, so I, I'm preferring the slower one-on-one, more methodical fighting. Mm-hmm. But I, I can I can appreciate the craziness that is Marvel. How did you fare against those dudes? Or uh, I got like one lucky round and one of a fight or two, but otherwise they just wrecked me. Because I haven't been playing it because I've been playing so much Mortal Kombat. So like my ability to fight in that game has become severely hindered. Uh, do you already share your kind of thoughts on the ultimate thing they're doing? Or It's Capcom. I'm not surprised they're doing it. I kind of wish they'd add more than 12 characters. Because this, okay. this is a Marvel game we're talking about, but I can understand why they wouldn't want to add more because it gets harder and harder to balance the game the more characters they add. Right. Is it fairly balanced, though? Like, is that not a concern for this one? Not really. So it's just all over the place I, the, crazy. I think the best way to put Marvel is it's balanced in the fact that everyone is unbalanced. Okay. So there's ways to exploit everybody? and Pretty much. Okay. Huh. Yeah, the whole fighting game scene is just, like, this weird thing I respect and from a distance, but I'm awful, and I just hide and watch periodically, but I don't know. It, it's not a really inviting community to get into, which is the kind of the horrible thing. Like, people at Evo are, I've heard, are kind of dicks. Oh. Like, I know online there's a lot of, oh, what's, what's the website? I don't know. There's a lot of resources for you to kind of get better. If you yeah, sure, you can do that. Think of. Yeah, that's the one. But, uh, yeah, I guess in person they might be pretty competitive. Maybe maybe it's just competitive, you know, like video games versions of like tough talking jocks or something. Kind of trash talking. Well, I mean, any online gaming has like stupid amounts of trash talking. Yeah, so I guess that just happens face to face at Evo and. Yeah, know. people are. I've heard stories about people being super sexist at tournaments and just being like making fun of girls who were playing, <laughs> stuff like that. It like it just it looks really bad. That's unfortunate. Um, yeah, that's just unpleasant. I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> what, what other <laughs> games have you been playing? Um, did I talk about Out of This Yeah, I talked about Out of This World last time. I guess I really haven't been playing much lately. I just 
I think that's it for the most part. I picked up a bunch of new games, but I just haven't had a chance to play them. Like I, I picked uh, up like a ton of Super Nintendo games. Oh, okay. Like, like actual carts or yeah, actual carts stuff or okay. Any ever had any issues with just old carts just not working at all? Because I bought a dead Chrono Trigger once. Oh, oh, you'll so. be proud of me. I picked up a copy of Wario's Woods. Oh, awesome! Train up. I can actually play against somebody. That'd be great. We'll have a Wario Woods top down perspective tournament. Yeah. Oh, an actual tournament. That would be actually really cool. Um, the story mode's actually kind of cool. You just see a bunch of weird characters they created, and I, I don't, I don't know what to compare it to really. Like, you're running around in your little tree block thing and blowing up. Stuff. I, I, I played the game like years ago, so I know about it. I just haven't, didn't take it seriously as say like Tetris or Tetris Attack. Oh, okay. It was Tetris Two ever a thing? I have that game. That that I, is a thing, yes. Like, but was it? popular or good? Like, did people respect it? I, after I don't know. Well, they never really went back to that kind of Tetris after Tetris 2. Oh, okay. Like, the whole, like, oh, you've got small chunks of pieces. Yeah. Like, maybe an alternate mode in DS or something, I don't remember. Um, no, I, um, maybe you're right, I think that might have actually been an alternate mode in Tetris DS. They should have made more copies of that. That was a weird thing. It, it's because they were, I think they were just getting the license off of the Tetris company, so I think they had to limit what they could do, or Maybe they just thought it wouldn't sell, or maybe they didn't want to push the DSiWare version of Tetris. That's weird, because, like, how do you think that wouldn't sell? Like, one of the most popular Game Boy games. I, I heard it. Tetris. Like, people always, when we worked at the the store, people always came in looking for Tetris DS. Yeah, it's like, oh, we actually have a used one this week. It's like 35 bucks. And it's just like, ah, oh, okay. And there you go, because that thing's still worth everything. Um, Along with Electroplankton, which was still way overpriced, and I bought it for some stupid reason. I have anyway. it too, so I can't say anything. Oh, uh, I guess also Tetrisphere. I missed that, but I remember. I have that, but I haven't awesome. played it. I watched my roommate play it, and it actually looked really cool. Yeah, I've heard really good things. Really confusing, but. Hmm. I guess that's all I got for puzzle game chatter. Any other <laughs> stuff? Uh, oh, out of this world. I wasn't there because of my computer problems. Oh yeah, right. That. that was actually where you got knocked off the podcast. Yeah, but. I, I, and actually, no, none of that stuff ever made it to air because I ruined right, it. Right, so. so I can pretty much rehash what I played the week before then. Yeah. Uh, Out, Out of This World is a crazy adventure game made by, like, one guy back in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, it's called Another World in the in the UK, and I guess the rest of the world for that matter. Really cool, but it's, it's kind of like an adventure game in that, like, you make one stupid mistake, you're dead. Uh. There's so many brutal ways to die in that game, and it's all it's a lot of trial and error. It's like more a King's Quest kind of adventure game, right? Well, it, it, you control... It's just walking and jumping. It's a platformer as well. Oh, okay. Like, you have a gun, you have to fight enemies. Well, it's mean more like the LucasArts style. It's like death isn't really a thing. You just have fun. But no, Well, it, it's not that. Death is totally a thing. Yeah, okay. Like, everything will kill you. Man. If you don't move fast enough on the first screen, you will die. <laughs> okay. So... Fun, challenging, or just interesting? It's cheap. interesting. I like it. Okay. Wait, what platform was this? Uh, a lot of platforms. I think the original version was Amiga, but uh, okay. the version I was playing was Super Nintendo. Okay. It's also on like the Genesis. You can get apparently there's a, the Another World or Out of This World 15th Anniversary Edition on Steam. I think it's oh. supposed to be like stupid cheap at this point, but it's really good. Oh, okay. Uh, cool, cool. 
Um, any other stuff, I guess, yeah, from last week that you want to bring up as well? I can't remember what else I played last week. Yeah. Probably more Mortal Kombat, all things considered. Right, right. You did say you were going through the challenge challenge. Yeah, I'm up so. to, like, challenge 175 now. Okay. I'm, I'm way down there, like, 60 or something, but I haven't really been putting in a lot of time. Yeah, I think, like, oh. every week or so I'll just sit down, do a bunch of challenges, and then just move on. Mm. Um, also, Freddy Krueger came out, so... Did you get that? Yeah, well, I, I had the season pass, so I got all four characters. Okay, does he talk really at all? Because, well, like... Like the... <laughs> like creepy noises, but I wouldn't say, like, he's really conversing. Oh, okay. So there's no real, like, oh, is it Robert Englund? Like, it's it's just generic evil I, dude. If it was gonna be anyone, it's it's apparently, like, new Freddy, so it would probably be whoever was Rorschach and Watchmen. Jackie Earl Haley, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think they were purposely trying to not say it's that, because nobody likes that new movie, but who knows? I guess that's not really up to them. It's the license holder, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um... I I did see the like video about him like being in the game. I saw that I saw an advertisement for that on TV yesterday. Like Freddy Krueger's out, get this game. Yes, for all that's, the deals for the DLC, but it was mainly focusing on Freddy. That's really weird. Advertising for DLC on TV. I guess Call of Duty does it, but this is not Call of Duty. But I guess it was pretty popular. Like how many? Like it was well over a million. I know that much. Two two point one or something. I didn't is hear that... actual numbers, but yeah, like. That's crazy numbers for a Mortal Kombat game, especially this day and age. Yeah. I mean, I did buy versus DC, but um, I was also on board for this one and like it way more. So, yeah. They they done good over at NetherRealm. Did you watch those YouTube videos? I never did. I watched the first the one. The Legacy ones? No, I never did. I keep, me- keep meaning to. Apparently yeah. it's coming out on DVD now. Or Blu-ray. Uh, and Blu-ray and stuff, yeah. I just It's just, I don't know. Those are free online, but I just never really set aside time for some reason. Despite really liking that initial video, I don't know what's wrong with me. But, yeah. That, I'm glad they exist, I guess. Mortal Kombat's back. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess I did watch the first one now that I think about it. The f- what? Watch uh, the first episode. Oh, okay. Like, of the Legacy. Of Mortal Kombat series. Legacy, yeah. Yeah, I liked it. I just, for some reason, wasn't really okay. motivated. I kept forgetting about the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess on to stuff I played, if that's okay. Or should... Go on. All right. Um, I did talk about Deadly Premonition at length last oh, you, you always do. Um, basically, it was like a triple dose of Japanese-developed stuff this week, and I liked all of them. So, yay. yay. Japan still still has it, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, I played I played some more Deadly Premonition, got to like a chapter break. Um, are you ever going to play that game? Or Yes, I have a save file. Past? I played a bit of it, and I, I do eventually intend to finish that. So please do not ruin all anything right. for me. Fair enough. Yeah, I totally won't. Um, I, I think it's like episode two, chapter four or something. For those La- last thing I did in the game was solve that chess problem. So oh, okay. I'm so you fairly met early Asha Johnson in the game. or the doctor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that guy's pretty good. Um, town meeting is kind of where that game is. Just like, hey, here's all our characters. Pretty awesome, right? And yeah. So I was I was pretty happy with that. And it gives you that whole day to just kind of screw around and do nothing, so I was kind of into that. Um, and I did give my feedback on the Deadly Premonition sandwich in the little intro thing we did last week, so... Right. Yeah. You, you, uh, you made a Deadly Premonition sandwich. Yeah, I put cereal and strawberry jam and turkey in bread and ate it. Um, it was crunchy, but I, I don't know. The turkey didn't really do anything. But I guess if you want 
you know, if you bought cereal for some reason and then you gave up on milk, like I did, um, you might as well put it in a sandwich. So, so describe it for the listeners. Describe what's in the sandwich. Oh, uh, I put some margarine on it because you don't just put jam on nothing. That's not okay. So put some margarine down, then a layer of strawberry jam, put a bunch of cornflakes in it because, you know, it sticks to the jam. It's all crispy. And then a piece of turkey in there, and there you go. Um, it's described in the game. It's like Mr. Stewart's favorite sandwich ever. And Francis York Morgan is quite a fan, but I don't know. Unless I just didn't do it right, or you're supposed to just roast a turkey and then take some of that, and then it would be, you know, a more hearty kind of thing. I could see the roasted turkey probably adding more flavor. Yeah, this was just like deli style, like a slice of turkey, so probably kind of limited its potential that way. Because you could barely taste the turkey. Um, How dare you limit that sandwich's potential? I know, like, Francis York Morgan was really excited, so... I, I felt like it would be pretty good, but I don't know. wasn't wasn't quite all I hoped for, but I'll try it again sometime. I still have a bunch of cornflakes, and I don't know what I'm going to do, so got to figure something out. You just um, have cornflakes lying around, but you don't eat cereal? Yeah, I bought a box of cornflakes because they were on sale, and I stopped drinking milk a while ago because, I don't know, I've heard bad things. <laughs> um, Woody Harrelson said it was bad for your skin, and, you know, that so, man. So you're listening to Woody Harrelson? Yeah, that guy is the authority on skincare, so I had to I had to obey. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, I I like that dude. He he's kind of unremarkable in a lot of ways, but he he's he shows up from time to time, and he's pretty funny. Um, or serious, you know, he's in No Country for Old Men. Uh, have you seen that? No, I didn't know he was in that. Okay, it's a great movie, one of my favorites. Um, right up there with Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Um, okay, and then I played. Shadows of the Damned. Have you played that yet? I keep meaning to. It's on my play to playlist, and it's sitting on my shelf. Okay. I only I only play a little bit of it, but I I did, I was enjoying what I was playing. Well, okay. Basically, like first five minutes, I was like, all right, so this is kind of Resident Evil, but weird ghost, black darkness monsters. I don't know. And then Fleming shows up, and he's the bad guy. He has like six eyes, and I was just like, oh, okay, right. This is a pseudo game. This is great. And from then on, I was having a great time. There's this character, Johnson. He's a skull, and he talks, and he has a British accent. It's a great idea. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, I was having a good time. And very, very Resident Evil kind of combat. Um, giant diamonds are in it, and you get those and spend them on update, upgrade orbs and stuff. And There's weird guns and like stupid amount of boner jokes. Like, just everywhere. All over that game. In the manual, like, just... It's just all about that, so, yeah. Basically, I've heard if, like, Duke Nukem was, like, just tasteless and gross, maybe play this, because it'll restore your faith in lowbrow, terrible humor. Do people really need to have lowbrow humor taste renewed? I don't know. Like, it is definitely, like, kind of a trashy just kind of thing, but it's kind of funny. I was I was enjoying my time. Like, Johnson's just saying stuff. Garcia Hotspur's, like, way angry. And, yeah, Fleming is just weird and really inappropriate. He's just saying, like, double entendres everywhere for no reason, and you're just like, oh, okay, I, I mean, I'm going to go He's a Fleming skull, right? He's got to do something. Well, no, he, Fleming is the bad guy. He's got, like, Oh, uh, shoot, sorry, that's Johnson is the... Yeah, he's also very skull in appearance, but, like, he's got, like, three skulls stacked on top of each other, and it just looks really weird. 
Um, but I was definitely into that. So, yeah, Suda's doing weird stuff. I'm not familiar with uh, Silent Hill Music Guy, but he's doing a good job. Akira Yakamoa? Yeah, I've I've no real experience with his work. but uh, Wait, haven't you played the Silent Hill games? Um, I've played the wrong Silent Hill game. <laughs> oh, so... yeah, you played Homecoming, didn't you? No, I didn't play Homecoming, but I, I thought about it for points. I played or the four. Wii one. And four, wait, yeah. Wait, what I was wrong with... Four. I heard the Wii one was actually decent. I played three and four. I did like Shattered Memories. It was really good. I don't know if he was involved in that one, though, because that was kind of recent. I think, I'm pretty sure he just does the music for all of them. Okay, I do have that soundtrack, so I guess I could I could check in a bit, but whatever. Um, so maybe I am familiar with his work, and I just didn't know it. In any case, uh, vaguely familiar, and he's doing a good job here. And uh, yeah, Shinji Mikami totally doing his thing, and I appreciate that. So yeah, it's fun. It, it's pretty good. I've only played like two hours of it so far, but that's only because my copy of Catherine Love is Over Edition arrived. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was... I got like I was I was just gonna play more Shadows of the Dam and then I was just like no I just really wanna I just wanna play that right now and then I did um and I I played through it uh, have you had a chance to mess around with it I, I got to about chapter two chapter three I forget where okay I played like probably the first four or five days in just one big six hour play session which is the first time I've done that in quite a while um but no it was, it was a good time uh I got the kind of weird. I guess I can't explain it because it's literally the end of the game. But I got the cheater ending. I can say that, right? I'm so not gonna tell you what happens. In? A bad end, I guess. I guess, but it was hilarious. It was like a. I was really pleased as punch with how that wrapped up. It was so ridiculous and silly in a way only Japan knows how to do. <laughs> so yeah, I, I thought it was really great. Um, and the block puzzle stuff, like, there were times where it got really just like, oh, man, this is the most tedious thing ever. Ice blocks? Are you kidding me? I just slid off, like, nine times. Blah. But eventually I got over it, figured it out. I think I've figured out just, like, some core kind of... They, they teach you techniques throughout the game that kind of help you know what to do and how to tackle puzzles. And by the end of it, those were just kind of, like, mu like just in my brain, muscle memory kind of thing. And I... I think I can play through it again now and actually just have a good time. Like, you get, no... If you get gold ratings in some of them, apparently you can just flat out skip the puzzles as well. As like but that would be in an entire night's worth of puzzles, right? Yeah. Because I definitely didn't do that. Like, I got a gold here and there throughout the game, but I never, like, just totally aced a whole section. I've got I've got the first two days knocked off with gold, so apparently if I ever go back to it, I can just flat out skip those. Just skip the nightmare sections and stuff and just keep rolling with the story? Yeah. I guess that's pretty cool. Like, it's kind of like just watching a weird anime series, and then there's interactive bits. Pretty and... much, yeah. Like, it's like adding a weird puzzle game in with it. Did you yeah. uh, unlock any of the multiplayer modes or anything like that? Oh, I don't know. Like, I I guess at the end it did kind of pop up with some stuff, but I kind of just... You should unlock the Tower of Babel or uh, the Arena or something like that. Oh, I think I did unlock the, some manner of Arena. Oh, yeah. and if are you drinking every drink every night? I haven't even gotten to that point, really. Like, you're just in the bar, just drinking? Have you not had any of those? It hasn't given me the option to, like, choose any random drinks. Like, Vince, Vince just kind of did his own thing. Oh, okay. Once you get the option to start ordering your own drinks, uh, are you an achievement guy? Uh, kind of. But I'm playing this on PS3, keep in mind. Are you a trophy person? I, I would, I could go for some more trophies, I guess. Trophies are nice. Alright. Even if you're not, you get, like, dumb trivia about alcohol when you do this, and I was way into that. I know things I didn't know. Like, do you know why cocktails were invented? 
No. Like, Prohibition era, alcohol was pretty bad. It was, like, poor quality, like, because they're making it in bathtubs and stuff. So they're just like, hey, let's put some other stuff in it. And there you go. That's the trivia for tonight. And there you go. That's how it goes. Like, We're in an educational place here. <laughs> you finish a drink, and then, like, this narrator dude just chimes in and gives you some, like, weird facts about whatever. Like, there's beer, whiskey, sake, and cocktails. And then just... If you drink all of them every single night throughout the entire game and learn all the trivia there is to know, achievement. So I got two of them, but I did not drink sake and cocktails, I guess. No, I got the cocktails one, sake and beer. So some do on my next playthrough, I guess. Um, oh, and the Love is Over edition, that pillowcase is just inappropriate, and the art book has weird stuff in it. Okay, are you really surprised that you got an inappropriate pillowcase with that thing? No. As soon as I heard there was a pillowcase, I knew what I was in for, and I was like, oh. I didn't it's like know that record of Agarast really naughty edition. Yeah. Doesn't there was like Sean a Magna Carta. Yeah, he does. That. Oh, right. That is the mouse pad with little... Yeah, yeah. the breast mouse pad. Yep. Um, it's not that just kind of grotesque, but it's just... it's just I can't have that. It's, it's a body stupid. pillow cover. Of course it's stupid. Yeah, and then um, the the boxers are okay, but I haven't, you know, they're polka dots, though. I thought they were hearts, you know, classic 1940s cartoon. Isn't it supposed to just be whatever Vincent wears in the game? It's what Vincent wears, yeah. Um, And the shirt is actually all right. It's uh, Catherine wears it at one point, uh, Catherine with a C. It's like uh, a couple heart containers, and it says empty. Hmm. So, yeah, I've already worn that uh, once, and I endorse it. So, I don't know, not a bad special edition. It comes in, like, a pizza box, which I thought was a nice touch, because, you know, straight sheep, the place you go, has pizza. See what they did? Yeah. It's pretty good. It's very witty. <laughs> uh, I don't know, nice little touch. Atlas, you know, still doing still doing their thing. Um, I We hadn't, yeah, that sold, like, 200,000 copies so far. Yeah, that was, that was a story we had last week. It did uh, 200,000 in its first week. Yeah, I, I like that. You know, Atlas knows how to distribute smartly, like gauge demand appropriately. I don't. Um, I don't know if that's just U.S. or if that's worldwide, though. That's what I never really got straightened out. I I know it's cross-platform, but I think it's just U.S. sales, like North America. Pretty sure, but I I I guess I can't say it with authority. But yeah, okay. That was my perception. Um, I got a question for you about it. that. Everyone keeps saying no. Like, please keep spoilers clean. Okay. Everyone keeps saying there's a point in the game where you feel like the story should have ended, but then yeah. it just keeps going and goes like stupid crazy. Do you agree with that? Um, I'm gonna say no. I've I I did hear the same feedback on it. Basically, because the point they say it should end would also be kind of crazy in its own way. Like it, I don't think it would have really wrapped up all the loose ends. So they kind of had to go further with it, and. With my ending specifically, they went just, like, really silly. Like, they just went to Silly Town, but I was laughing, so I thought it was appropriate. Or at least entertaining. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I don't really agree with that criticism of it. Like, I, I see what, like, I, I, when the point happened, I was like, oh, is, is this? And then, then it kept going. I was like, you know what? I'm okay with this continuing, because that would have been really weird. Um... And, yeah, it does get weird in a JRPG Persona-type way, but I was okay with it. So, yeah, I, I'd play it to the end. It'll it'll be good. Okay. Um, Yeah, I don't know about, like, the multiple endings thing. Uh, like, I, 
apparently it's based on like very few factors, like how you answer the questions, I guess, towards the end of the game. There's like... Well, I, for the most part, I think... I think Sean mentioned something about there's a point in the game where if you save before it, and just that decides like at least three of your endings. Yeah, so I probably should have had multiple files if I wanted to do it that way, but I don't know. It's it's an entertaining enough ride, and it, oh, it took me like twelve and a half hours, I guess, my first time. Like, okay. I think Sean said you beat it way quicker than that. I thought so, Sean said about ten. Yeah, I was I was talking to everybody I could and just messing around with the Rapunzel machine and just doing dumb stuff. So yeah, I dragged my heels a bit because I was enjoying it, but. Yeah, I don't know. I I quite liked it, and I I guess I still hope this is the Persona dudes like kind of just getting a feel for HD and everything, and they'll make a proper, fully fleshed out, awesome Persona game. But I did like what they did here. Well, how and, long did uh, it take them to make Catherine? Was they, when can you remember when it was first announced? Uh, no, but like when when was Persona Four? Wasn't really that long ago. Was that like January '09 or something? Or like I don't know. It's it, Oh, uh, that's two years ago at this point. Yeah, that that sounds about right then, actually. Or sometime in '09, I think. So, like, but <laughs> I think it's a typical two-year, two and a half, maybe development cycle. Like, it's not bad. It's that's and it didn't it come out in Japan like a while ago. Like, this is the translation. I think it was a couple finally. months ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, about two years. That's that's about right for a video game. Persona Four was December 9th, two thousand eight. That's here. Oh, December. Okay. Yeah. I guess I picked it up in early '09. I finally played it. I've been, I've been kind of thinking about going back through that as a result of this because it was it's, it's, those guys are really they're, they're, they know how to do just charm pretty good, despite like Vincent's moral questionable stuff. Like he's still just you know hapless protagonist that's reasonably I don't know I was on board. Um, and his friends are pretty cool. Yuri Lowenthal is one of them. So, yay, <laughs> Yosuke. Um, do you remember Braid? Yes. Were you a fan? I liked it. I haven't finished it, but what I've played of it, I enjoyed. Oh, you haven't you haven't finished it? No, oh, I kept trying to get everything in my first run. Well, that no, that's fair. You want to get all those puzzle pieces, but um, like you weren't trying to speed run it or something without no. playing it. Right? Yeah, because that's the one thing I have left. Um, is the speed run achievement and. I basically have to memorize that game. But I was playing some of that again, too. Um, just because people are starting to talk about The Witness more and more. And I was like, oh yeah, Jonathan Blow. And then I went back and played some of that. And um, I still really like it. It holds up really well. Um, I did have a weird issue, though, with like all my Xbox Live Arcade stuff from my previous system. Like, you need to re-download those, apparently, to play them again. Like, re-license them on the new system. Weird. Yeah. Um, which has resulted in my digital copy of Double Dragon being broken. Oh, no. Yeah, because I did not do that before it was taken down off the store, and now it just doesn't know what to do, and I was really sad because I wanted to play that. Can't and, you go in, like, you? it should load up the, what's the word I'm looking for here? It should load up the demo or trial version of the game, which would let you re-download the full version, won't it? Uh, yeah, like, it... it like it, I play like I every time I like I periodically play it like every year or something. Just like oh yeah, Double Dragon, and then play through the first level, and it's like hey man, do you want to buy the game? And I'm like oh crap, right? And then I hit X, buy it now, hit get it, and then it 
kind of pretends it downloads it, but it clearly didn't because it takes no time at all. It's just like, oh no, you already have it. It's cool. And then totally fails. Like it just thinks it's still the demo version. So I think it's just because it's not on the shop anymore. There's nothing to kind of download. I, I don't know. Something's wrong. I'm That's wondering funny. if I... Like, if I just delete it entirely, would I be able to re-download, or is it, is it just gone? I think like in that ca- point, I think at that point it's gone, unless you can find it in your, like, account history. Yeah. Like, I, I'm just kind of nervous about it, and then I can't see any of it ever. But it still totally sucks. Like, I, oh no! I hope my copy of Tapper still works. Root your Tapper? Tapper was on there and then got removed? Yeah, a bunch of Midway stuff got removed. In, right, because like, Smash bio. TV disappeared as well. Oh no! I tried playing Smash TV too recently, and I think it. I think the same thing. Which really, like, I was weighing a bunch of those. I don't know if my Robotron works. <sighs> yeah, so Xbox Live Arcade mishaps. Um, still haven't finished Miss Explosion Man. I think there was... Oh, yeah, I played a little more of the Scott Pilgrim game. And Wait. I do enjoy it. What made you suddenly go back to Scott Pilgrim? I watched the movie twice in one day with the commentaries on, and then I was like, oh, right, this is awesome. And then I, yeah, <laughs> there's four commentary tracks. So it's like a, it's like a podcast about a great movie. I don't know. <laughs> Edgar Wright's on one. Um, yeah, so I played some of that. I um, still haven't quite beaten it. I'm just after the twins, you know? Yeah, so that's, that's fight Five, six, actually. Like they're they're like five and six. The yeah, the they're seven. the fifth and sixth evil axes. But then there's still two stages before the end of the game. I think I was fighting some giant robot or something, and then I died and stopped. Yeah, that that's the halfway. Actually, that boss fight is the halfway point of that stage or whatever. Yeah, you beat that boss, and then you're at the halfway point. Okay. Um. No, it's it's still cool. I just yeah, I didn't finish that. Um. That's it for games I played, I guess. So. Uh, we're going to end with questions still. Uh, we've got a bunch this week, which is awesome. I don't know. Makes me happy. Um, emails first or Facebook? What, what do you want to do? Let's do Facebook. Let's make him feel special. All right. Um, have any of you guys played through Catherine again? Try going for a different ending. Um, I, I, I talked at length about Catherine. You've yet to Yeah, you've yet to beat it. And I believe Sean said he was thinking about going back for a second ending. Um, yeah, okay. actually... He he has, I guess. We talked about it last week. But, yeah, he talked about it on the episode that got lost. So I'll just read what he has to say here. This is Sean speaking through my voice. Um, yeah, I have. We talked about it last week in the episode that got lost. I played through my first time being all good and going for Catherine. That's with a K. Uh, second run was the opposite and going for Catherine. That's with a C. Uh, disappointing thing is that no matter how hard I tried to tell Catherine off and just be a general ass, the game played exactly the same. The only thing that alters the ending is those last four questions. Real bummer. So, I don't know, like, how accurate that is, but those do seem to carry a lot more weight than a lot of your other choices throughout the game. Um, and there was a couple times where I would play through a state, like, uh, part of a stage or whatever, and then just, like, I'm just tired and I suck at this and go to bed, and then when I'd load it up again from the save point, it would change the question it asks you in the elevator thing. Mm -hmm. So, I guess there's a whole variety to keep it fresh, but... That also kind of probably means those don't necessarily play the biggest role. Although they do affect that meter. I don't know. A lot of things you do affect the meter, like the texting and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah, the texting does. Um, that I, I don't know. That and the questions seem to be kind of the main factors you have control over. 
And I guess if you talk to people and encourage them, periodically you'll get a little goodness boost, I think. I'm pretty sure that happened at least once. That seems to affect the course of the side characters' fates in the game. But, yeah. Um, so I intend to, though. That That's that's my answer to that. Um, okay. What are your, some of your okay? What are some of your favorite game soundtracks of all time? That's from James. What does Sean say first? Uh, Shatter was fantastic. Uh, I also loved Super Meat Boy and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World game. V V V V V V V was good, and so was Pac Man C E D X. Um, those are what come to mind right now. I agree with all of Sean's picks. Um, yeah, I did like Shatter a lot. Uh, Super Meat Boy was never my favorite, but I do like it. I don't like the Rapture music, though. Like, Stage 5. I don't know if you remember. It's just really weird and quiet compared to the kind of upbeat stuff of the rest of it, which really just throws off my pace playing it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Pac-Man CEDX, I was listening to that, like, yesterday. So really? It's pretty good. Yeah. The intro, like, the entrance music is amazing. That, that just crazy bass line? That just bass-heavy weird stuff. It, the only problem is it doesn't loop like it does in the game forever. So Aww. you can't, re- you know, and it fades out and everything. So there's no real way to enjoy it without just booting up the game and leaving it there. Um, but yeah, no, that, that bit's great. And actually the first, like, just stage music is really good too. Um, and yeah, VVV was good. Um, I've never, I don't know, the orchestral stuff, I've never really just like, oh man, I'm going to listen to this again. Love this. This Smash Bros. right here. One-winged angel. Yeah. Yeah, or any of the Final Fantasy stuff. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think. There's, there's, there's a bunch of people who are like way into metal covers of Metroid and stuff. I yeah, Metroid know. Metal's good. They're a good band. Okay. I, I don't doubt you. I just, I've never really experienced it. Did you not it. go to listen to that PAX last year? I thought you did. I, I missed pretty much all of the concerts last year. I think I missed all of the concerts last year. Maybe I caught a little bit of Jonathan Colton. I think I did. But I can't remember. Because I've seen him, like... I saw him at each previous pack, so it all kind of blurs together at some point. Yeah. And Freeze Pop wasn't there, which made me sad. Because they're pretty great. I was listening to a bunch of their albums again. I like those, I like those guys. They're I was disappointed awesome. in no amount of Gucci this year. Apparently it's the Megas instead, I believe. Oh. Yeah, Which, I, I mean, I the Megas are it. good, but I was like, I missed Anamanaguchi last year. I was really pissed off, so. Hmm. I, I did catch them my first year there in 08. Um, yeah, I'm not going to PAX this year. I guess, that you know, that happened. How come you weren't going again? Um, like, the, basically there was, like, a little bit of hesitation because, like, last year they kind of had all the media there, and I was kind of like, oh, man. And they didn't have the stuff after hours as much, which made me sad. I couldn't walk into a room with a bunch of just random nerds and watch 12 Monkeys. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't into that, because that was one of my favorite memories of the first one. Um, the first one I went to, PAX 08. But, um, yeah, and apparently they sold out really quickly, too. So by the time I, like, mid-July or something, when I was like, yeah, yeah, oh, never mind. And just had to resign to that. Did check eBay, though, this week, and holy crap, it's yeah. really expensive. I'm not paying that. I'm not paying $180 for just Sunday. Thanks. It's insane how much those things are going for. Yeah. I mean, now is the time to sell those because it's like a week prior or whatever, like 10 days. But, dude, I, I don't know. There was like one going, like, just starting its bid at like 60, which is like, oh, that's that's appropriate. But it was at zero bids and there was like a week left. And it's at like 
200 and something now, and I was just like, ah, that's, I don't know, man. So, yeah, you're going, though, and friend of the show, Paul, and others. How's, how big is your PAX Posse? Uh, PAX Posse for my car is three of us, and there's at least ten other people in my group. Where we've got a bunch of hotel rooms in the uh, the Grand Hyatt. Awesome. I, have fun. I'm I'm kind of sad that I won't be there, but <sighs> I'll party I'm, enough for the whole top down perspective. All right. Uh, it was Magfest you were telling us about earlier in the year, right? Yeah, back in January. Is that where the elevator party was at? Yeah. Because that just sounded just really awesome. So I don't know. <laughs> it was horrible if you needed to use the elevator because there was only two working in the weekend to begin with, and right. at least one of them was almost always taken up by elevator parties, if not both. <laughs> right. I don't we know. Were, we just... were lucky because our room was on like the sixth floor, but the people who had like the twentieth something floor, they were just like, "What is up with this?" <laughs> yeah, I guess just just the camaraderie there sounded really amazing, and I don't know, like if I'm gonna be like conventioning it up ever, like might have to spend my monies elsewhere. It, it's it's expensive to convention it up, but sometimes it's really fun. Yeah. Um. All right, so that's soundtrack stuff. Uh, I I agree about Shatter. Have you heard the Shatter soundtrack? Yeah, we used to listen to it at work. Oh, I know, but do you have it now? You no, I don't. It? I keep forgetting to grab it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to throw great. in the Bionic Commando rearmed soundtracks. Oh, yeah. No, that was good. Uh, like, like, Atlas keeps giving you stuff. Like, I did enjoy the Catherine music that was playing, but I don't know if I'd listen to it on its own. But I'll probably import that disc and see how I feel. The Silent um, Hill soundtracks have good songs every now and then. Uh, Contra I mean, Shattered Soldier is one of my favorite ones. It's just like heavy metal shredding. Yeah, I played the game a bunch, but no real songs spring to mind right now. But I'm sure it's good. Oh, hold on, what was the... Oh yeah, Dead the Premonition. I mean, that made song. <laughs> oh yeah, I Life is Beautiful. It. Everyone loves that song. It's just, it's so catchy. Like, it's, I just love listening to it. And, like, all the kind of music in that game, it's just fun to just drive around just kind of, yeah, just cool groove to all of it. Um, and then the horror music stuff is just kind of creepy. The loading screen in that game with, like, the red kind of creepy ghost faces just mm-hmm. kind of creeps me out. Like, every time. It's just like, nope, that's still really awful. Those people have no eyes, and I don't I don't know. I don't feel good about that. So, <laughs> I don't know. On some level, it's even an effective horror game. I'm just going to put that in there. The loading uh, screen is the scariest thing in that game to you. Well, kind of lets you know it's about to be on. Like, you're just like, oh, I'm just having fun and playing the story and eating sandwiches, and then it's just like, no, no, no. You thought you were just going to, like, hang out in the hospital for a bit? No, there's monsters now, so you got to deal with that, and they're going to bend over backwards, and it's just like, oh, pfft. Yeah. And I turned the blood from purple to real now. I didn't know you could do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just playing with purple because it's the default, and then it's just like, oh, you can toggle that. Oh, okay. Weird. That's a weird so, thing to disable. Yeah. Now I'm basically experiencing it for the first time. Quite like it. Um, alright, and last Facebook question from Christopher. Uh, did any of you guys buy the Humble Indie Bundle 3? If so, how much did you pay? Oh shoot, I flaked out on getting that. Yeah, me too. Despite kind of wanting to play, and yet it moves. So. I think what I'll do in this case is probably wait for Humble Indie Bundle 4, and then buy it, because traditionally they'll throw in the previous Some of the pack. previous ones? Yeah. Um... So yeah, we failed to buy that. Uh, Sean paid $5. Or he thinks he did. So maybe he paid less, maybe no more. He doesn't uh, remember? or he, he he wasn't quite sure, it sounds like. Yeah. He does have it, though. And, uh... Oh, the Catherine question was from, was from Adam. So, there's that. 
Um, onto emails, uh, Niall says, Hey guys, has any video game ever made you cry? Like a sad scene in a video game. A funny scene that made you cry with laughter. Or have you just cried because of how terrible the game is? Thanks. Uh, I'm gonna... S no. But, like, I got, like, kind of in a mood for Metal Gear Solid 3's ending. And was, like, that's close. I was kind of close. A little bit. A little bit, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna give grant that, say that, put that out there. Has a good ending. But it didn't quite get me. Not. So... Not art yet, I guess, is the thing, right? That's the that's the thing? That's the barrier that needs to be broken? Games as art? Yeah. No, I'm just joking. But, <laughs> Let's not whatever. bring up that old can of worms. Yeah, I know. Um, so when Eris died, how many tears did you shed? I was... I remember that scene entirely. I was like, wait a minute. Why didn't they just use a phoenix down? Okay. So you were immediately like, no, that's stupid. Yeah, pretty much. That was okay. pretty much my reaction. Like, wait a minute. They actually killed her off? Wow. Whereas I don't got like remember... 30 Phoenix Downs. I stocked up. Like, yeah. Use a bunch of them. I'm sure that'll work. <laughs> no big deal. I I don't know if I've shared this story, but like, as I was playing that game, my friend's like kid brother was like, oh, is this the part where she dies? Like, <laughs> five minutes before, and like, he freaked out because he's like, no, I love this game, and my friend was playing it, and he was about to experience that, and I was just like, oh, what? Oh, okay. So like, Im impact completely muted by that, so I don't know how I would have reacted organically. You will never know. I will never experience that moment as fully as other people. Um, Companion Cube, I mean, that was pretty sad. There's no denying it, but didn't quite No. Didn't quite no, I know. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, anything even kind of just, like, you know, Braid's really weird and mellow and melancholy, but no. I mean, like, what? There's good music in it. It looks cool. It's kind of sad at the end, I guess, but no. So, I'm going to say no, and the, no funny scene has made me laugh that hard. The tears were streaming down my face. So, yeah, just no for me. I, I, I can't really think of anything that, like, saddened me that made me almost cry, like, or that made me cry. I'm sure there's been, like, a moment or two where I've come close, cause, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Yeah. Because sometimes there's like, just, like, crazy emotional impact. Like, is there game characters you're attached to enough that if something happened to them that would actually happen, because, like, Snake is a great character, but, like, you know... I, I guess the ending of Metal Gear Solid 4 did make me depressed. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like I don't know about of... crying, but I was just like, oh, that's really crappy. Yeah, some bad stuff goes down, but... I, I, was, I was pretty angry at that game in the way they dealt with Revolver Ocelot, though, because that's, like, one of my favorite characters. You just felt like it was kind of a cop-out the way they went with the story with him? Yeah, I was just like, oh, well, really? Well, they hinted to it in, like, the PSP games, which I guess is, to some people is the issue. It's like, okay, wasn't a main Metal Gear game where they kind of alluded to bits and pieces. Mm, I Yeah, I was not. I just, the way they wrapped him up, I was not happy with that. So I wasn't, like, crying. I was just like, what? This, oh, this is stupid. So, yeah. Huh. Movies. Uh, has any I... movie made you cry? Movie? Yeah. This is my question. This is not any question. I'm like, thinking now. I'm I have a bunch of answers if the issue is like, oh no, like I'm too manly to admit because like, dude, Akiru just totally wrecked me. That dude had cancer and I was just like, this is the saddest movie ever. This guy, he was, he was just going along. It's a Akira Kurosawa movie. So, hmm. yeah. That Ernest was scared time. stupid. All he ever wanted was a friend. 
mean, <laughs> I can't. Okay, I can't think of a legitimate answer. Like, Fair I've enough. never actually like cried, cried because of a movie or game, like because it's made me sad. Mm-hmm. But uh, I can I can think of a lot of moments like when I l- cried because I was just laughing so hard. Like at like, a movie specifically? No, at a or... at a game or even at a movie too. Yeah. So funniest game? What? what well, I mean, that? a lot of games like just kind of do it unintentionally too, like glitches. Like uh, on the weekend, I ended up cracking and laughing at some stupid. We were playing Daytona USA. Okay. Racing. Yeah, and uh, one of the secret characters is a horse. That all right? That is pretty weird. So we were just racing around this main track, going 200 kilometers an hour as a horse. And when we crashed into a wall, the horse would start flipping in midair, just, like, right. completely spazzing out. So we were just cracking up, laughing at it. And then we watched the replay where they just start playing like this super like. 80s montage kind of music, like, you can take it to the edge! Yep. And we're just watching this while we're watching this horse just race past cars. So we're just cracking up laughing, like, man, we need to see a horse win the Daytona Grand Prix. Like, I believe a horse can win the Daytona Grand Prix. And it just evolves into this just stupid joke. So, I don't know, like, stuff like that. Like, unintentionally, like, with the game, or just with friends making stupid stuff about the game. Okay. Fair enough. I'm, now I'm just thinking of like the old Need for Speed games where you can play as like a dinosaur or like an outhouse or something. Just, yeah. That was that was pretty great. Um. Okay. Uh, last question, I guess, from Adam. Uh, hardest game that you found easy? Uh, he personally found Ninja Gaiden pretty easy as a kid. Um. Haha. Love the show. And that was sent from an iPhone, which were pretty popular. Ooh. Um. So yeah, like game that was reputed to be just totally gnarly and messed up and hard, and you're just like, oh whatever, I beat that. This ain't no thing. Okay, I know for a fact there's a couple games that that's happened with. People were just kind of gave me shock looks when I said I cruised through a game. Did you like? Did you say Prinny was pretty easy? Like, not really. Okay. Pr- Prinny was like fun and like it's ghouls and ghosts style, but. There are points where you just kind of get your ass kicked if you don't know what you're doing. Like, there's a lot of note memorization and move memorization. Okay, so you wouldn't say you, like, just breezed through it and had no, no idea really. what everyone was on about. Okay. Like, Meat Boy was messed up and hard, but in a good way, and I enjoyed that. Um, but, yeah, I definitely didn't feel better than anyone going through that game. Uh, Ninja Gaiden, did, like, well, I, I never played the old ones extensively, I guess. Like, the Xbox One did kill me a lot, so they were right. Yeah. Uh, Devil May Cry 3, I waited for the special edition so I could play it. <laughs> um, and had fun. I mean, the game's fun, but yeah, I'm not good enough to put up with any of that. So, I, I don't know. I can't, I don't know if I was, I'm not really, like, into really frustratingly difficult stuff ever, so... I don't know. I don't think See, I've I am. I kind of take challenges like that. I'm like, oh, this game's hard. Okay, let's give it a shot. But I'm having a hard time just thinking of what specific games I've... Did you play M+, and you're just like, this is easy. Just got well, I, I got really far in M+, I didn't finish it. I think I'm in, like, in the last ten chapters or something. Okay. Um. So you want to be the guy or whatever? Like, I want to be the guy. I um, be the guy. That game keeps crashing on my computer, so I can't actually finish it. Okay. Just what are notoriously difficult games out there? Ninja Gaiden, which 
Okay, what is the the Xbox one? I guess didn't kick well kick my ass a bit, but I still also kind of cruised through it. Okay. Um, Ninja Gaiden Two was kind of too easy. Like that was I think everyone said that though. Like, the Xbox like, one, the three sixty one. Three sixty one, yeah. Because it's just like I, hey, I just kind of got bored of it for some reason. I just stopped when I got to like Italy. Yeah, I ended up playing through it because it was a rental, but it definitely does doesn't have the same momentum that the first one did. So, yeah. Huh. I don't know. I'm, I can't really... I don't know. I'm not sure what... All that comes to mind are, like, old Game Boy games and, like, old Nintendo games and Super Nintendo games. Oh, I guess there was, like... I didn't beat it, but there was... Uh, some years ago on GameSpot, there was this video by this dude named Masumi uh, about Abadox. It was this... <laughs> NES kind of side scrolly shooter thing. Yeah. And he was just having a miserable time on like the first level and I was just like, "Okay, this looks funny. I'm like this copy is like a dollar on eBay plus like 5 bucks shipping. I'm I'm done. I'm I'm down with that." So I bought Abadox and no, I don't know. I played through that first level with like no issue, but like once it gets to it switches from side scrolling to vertical scrolling at some point and I was just like it just broke my mind and I was like, "What?" what is happening. I was just crashing into walls and basically when you die once you lose all your power ups and then you're just kinda done. So it's kinda like Gradius. Yeah. So then you're just like, well now I'm woefully under equipped for anything, so I guess I have to start over. So I got past the point of like incredible frustration that others experienced, but yeah, still that game does get really hard. Oh, did you play Battletoads and you're just like, no, it's easy, I beat that twice yesterday. <laughs> Uh no, I haven't quite finished Battletoads. I've gotten to the the final stage revolution at least once. Okay. Is the SNES game held in high regard too? Because I have that. SNES game's good, and I heard it. I keep hearing varying opinions on that. Some people say it's easier. Some people say it's harder. <laughs> uh, Battletoads and Double Dragon. That one's the easiest one of the three. But it's also I really enjoyed that one though. Wait, what? What? Which game? Battletoads and Battletoads and Double Dragon. There's some sort of mashup game? Yeah, well, there's a crossover. It's Battletoads and Double Dragon, the ultimate team. Oh, wow. All right. Awesome. It's like it's, like, it's, it's all it's like one of the first or I guess it's the second Battletoads game where all three totes are playable. Oh, okay. And it's got Billy and Jimmy in it, and you fight bosses from both Battletoads and Double Dragon as you try to save the world. Okay. Did you play that? And it's way easier. Oh, I I play that so much I can I cruise through it. Okay. Um, did you beat Charles in Time? Yeah, I can beat that on one continue. That's awesome. I, I, as a kid, I never did. Remember, I, I tried know. to do that during one of the podcasts back when we recorded at your house. Oh, it's just uh, while you were while you were chatting it up. Yeah, just keep that going. Oh yeah, no, I do. I did totally buy that cart, and yeah, okay. You did? Did you succeed? I can't remember. No, what happened was I, either Sean told us to turn it off, or some, like the SNES got hit and it froze, and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, my I'll, I'll focus on the actual that. podcast. And my cat has been causing problems with that aspect. We accidentally erased a Super Mario World cart somehow by doing Ooh. that. Like, Impressive. Like, just the save files, I don't mean somehow all of yeah. it. It was just like, oh, alright, I had 96 on all of those, but... Right. It's not like it's hard to get 96 in Mario World. I know, it's just fun now. It's more of just a thing I'll do periodically. I, I, that game's great. It takes like less than two hours, less than one, really, or a little over one. Dang. Okay. I don't know if I've gotten it down that firmly, but I haven't ever I played it. that game a lot. Yeah. 
Um, all right. So I don't know. We're pretty average at games, I guess, over here. I, I well, I just I can't think of the games. The problem I played too many. Oh, okay. That, that's I, that's my problem. It's, like it's gotten to the point where all my games have kind of blurred together. Notoriously difficult games like uh, Shin Megami Tensei. Aren't those supposed to be pretty hard? From what I hear, yeah. Yeah, and I haven't played it so. <laughs> Except the Persona stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. That that's it for that. Um, I guess I had just one kind of. Do you still have an Android phone? Yeah. Okay. What's the gaming scene like on that? Is there any? Cause uh, I, mine's an older one, so it doesn't really. It can't connect to the store properly. But oh. from what I keep hearing, the Android scene gaming scene is is going okay. Like they're giving out free copies of like Angry Birds and. Uh, that's kind of the one thing they seem to be touting a lot. It's like we got that too. But like, is there kind of their own thing going on on there? Like, is there? Individual? Yeah, I don't. It's not. I don't think it's the problem with the Android market is that it's not organized well. Like, there's I, no kind of curator. It's just free range crazy. That's what I. For I've the heard. most part, yeah. Like, there's been emulators everywhere and stuff like that. Like, uh, my girlfriend has that Xperia Play phone, the PlayStation phone. Oh, okay. So she got a bunch of emulators going on that. Oh. So, there's kind of a weird kind of homebrew type thing. Yeah. But no real official legit cool stuff. That, yeah. I guess, just because, like, iPhone seems to kind of be really fostering an interesting community on there. Like, what was the... Kyrosoft? The dudes that made uh, Game Dev Story? One of my favorites? They just released a new game. Okay. Like, Mega Mall something. I'm sure Sean's played that. I didn't really get into I think into he talked about it last week, actually. Like Mega Mall Story or whatever, something like that. I think that's what it's called. So, something, you know, look it up. But yeah, just I, I was kind of I have no idea what's going on with the Androids, despite them being apparently selling uh, just I, as I, much. I keep hearing the uh, Apple market is so much better organized than the Android one. Right, but like, just, apparently Androids like outselling them, or it's it's way up well, there in sales too. So. Well, because remember now, I, Apple phones are like specific hardware. Like you, there is just the iPhone. Right, different versions. Mm-hmm. Android can be put on pretty much any type of phone at this point. Right, so there's you can kind of constantly be upgrading and keep keep your stuff. And... Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And I've heard it's way customizable and tech people love it. That too. It's... A lot. A lot of things are open, especially compared to say the iOS. Yeah, I guess it's pretty rigid and locked down. But all right. Yeah, just kind of just wondering what's what's up with that. Um. I guess that's it for this episode. We're going to say uh, that's your mid-August edition <laughs> of Top Down Perspective. What are, what are we doing about next week's? Because Sean's obviously not back, and I'm out of town Wednesday. Oh, man. Or not, could... not, this, not Wednesday this week, but next week. Next Wednesday. Well, we could try to just do one before, or I could do the legendary one-man show, which I have yet to the show. The infamous one-man podcast you've thought yeah. about a couple times. And did once, but never never showed it to the world. The, the um, lost episode of Top It's just me episode. just kind of freestyling. I got way into some topics just kind of on my own, because I was just <laughs> thinking out loud. So, yeah, may or may not do that. I don't know. Maybe wrangle up some guests or something. Or, I, yeah, we'll figure something out. But, uh, yeah, thanks thanks for joining us. If you want to email us, topdownperspective at hotmail.com. Uh, check out the Facebook page. Is there any way to have, like, an a group or event thing on Google Plus. It's a hot new thing. I don't know. I haven't really messed around with Google Plus much. Alright, we'll we'll look into that. For now we're on the standard social media, so yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh see you next week. See you.